Hello and welcome to Hutong Hero. I'm your host, Ryan Price, joined today by the British legend herself. Of course, I mean Miss Carrie Hammond. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm still here, still awake, been at work all day. Are you rubbing that in my face? Because Just a I'm little bit. <laughs> currently not necessarily unemployed because I'm doing this show, but I don't really have a boss, which is okay with me. But well, yeah, I'm okay. your boss. Okay, so she's my boss, and basically I am unemployed, but in some aspects, I'm working, folks. Work, 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 work. Anyways, um, today we've got a really interesting subject. Um, so in the U.S. recently, and I mean very recently, uh, vaping has been a big topic in a lot of news. And vaping is kind of the alternative to smoking, right? So basically, you vaporize nicotine through these little handheld sets that you carry around, and it heats up the nicotine vapor, and so you breathe in that vapor. And a lot of people have thought for a long time that this is the healthy alternative to having a, a cigarette. Um, but recently, a lot of news has come out after fatalities of young kids in the U.S. that vaping might even be more dangerous than cigarettes themselves. Um, and this is interesting because, let me tell you something, Carrie. Today, I was, uh, I was going to my gym here in... Uh, Croydon. Um, yeah. It's called Energy Fitness, right? A great gym, really lovely staff. Um, it's it's a good it's a good place to go to get your swole on. Um, right. But and does does the name actually inspire you to have more well, energy when you're in there doing your fitness? If they didn't misspell energy with an I E at the end, maybe. But uh, regardless, I still think it's a pretty cool uh, gym. Um, but anyways. I left the gym and I was like, you know what I want to do is I want to do a podcast today, but I just got done with leg day and I'm just feeling a little sore, peckish and like I might need an energy drink. So I go over to East Croydon Station uh, where my territory is, where my hood is, you know, and uh, I walk up to the uh, like this nice little store inside East Croydon Station and I get a energy drink and a banana. Right. Because um, those are definitely things that get your blood sugars going and all that stuff. So uh as I'm walking out with my banana and my uh, Red Bull energy drink, um, I just all of a sudden, I think it was like one of those times where it's just like, you're like, you see everybody doing the same thing at once and you think you're in some kind of uh, show or movie. It's just like, how can this be a coincidence? I'm looking around and everybody's vaping, bro. I'm like, bro, do you even vape? You know, because that's kind of a saying that was coined when vaping first got started. Oh, really? You, yeah, I didn't even know that. Do you even vape, bro? Jeez. Anyways. I so, don't vape. Well, good for you. Yeah. All right? Anyways, we'll talk about why maybe that's good for her and a lot of people that choose not to vape. But also something that may be a cause of concern is that maybe we're seeing the side effects of vaping in the U.S. and we're trying to crack down on it because, uh, as we'll talk about here, lives are being lost in a kind of really ugly way but has this news gotten to the uk are people aware of the dangers that are caused by vaping because no joke when i left that subway station it looked like something out of the truman show just everybody was vaping i'm like dude were you lost in the clouds of vape i almost did get lost in the clouds of vape luckily i i had my red bull and i just drank it and that's good it gave gave me energy it gave gave you wings yeah you stole, stole it, my thunder. Um, anyways, so you stole my wings. Um, oh. and, <laughs> anyways, 
Um, we're going to get into all of this, uh, but before we do, you know, it's October, and October in the U.S. is a very special time of year. Uh, it's a spooky time of year. And here in the U.K., I've noticed that uh, on buses and even in Aldi, my favorite supermarket here in the U.K. that offers low prices at an affordable rate, uh, that uh, we're not sponsored by Aldi at all, by the way. But Are we really not? I no, would, we I should be Aldi. Come on. What's going that? on? Um, but anyways, Aldi, a uh, good store. But even there, uh, there uh, are ads there for uh, Halloween. And so I think it's kind of interesting because I remember talking to Carrie and I was like, you know, Halloween is in October. <laughs> I think I told her while I was in the U.S. And she's like, yeah, we don't really do that here. Well, she was wrong. Apparently, you guys are doing it. And anyways, I see it on buses. I see it in Aldi. It's probably in your nan's house. Maybe she's dressing up this year. But uh, we're going to play a song that uh, is a bit spooky to start off the podcast. You're walking in the woods. There's no one around and your phone is dead. Out of the corner of your eye, you spot him. Shia LaBeouf. He's following you about 30 feet back. He gets down on all fours and breaks into a sprint. He's gaining on you. Shia LaBeouf. You're looking for your car, but you're all turned around. He's almost upon you now, and you can see there's blood on his face. My God, there's blood everywhere! Running for your life from Shia LaBeouf. He's brandishing a knife, it's Shia LaBeouf. Lurking in the shadows. Hollywood superstar Shia LaBeouf. Living in the woods, Shia LaBeouf. Killing for sport, Shia LaBeouf. Eating all the bodies. Actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. Now it's dark, and you seem to have lost him. But you're hopelessly lost yourself, stranded with a murderer. You creep silently through the underbrush. Aha! In the distance, a small cottage with a light on. Hope! You move stealthily toward it, but quiet. your leg! Ah! It's caught in a bear trap! Lying off your leg! Quiet, quiet. Living to the cottage! Quiet, quiet. Now you're on the doorstep. Sitting inside, shy above, sharpening an axe. But he doesn't hear you enter, Shia LaBeouf You're sneaking up behind him Strangling superstar Shia LaBeouf Fighting for your life with Shia LaBeouf Wrestling a knife with Shia LaBeouf Stab it in his kidney Safe at last from Shia LaBeouf You limp into the dark woods, blood oozing from your stump leg You've beaten Shia LaBeouf Wait, he isn't dead there's a gun to your head And death in his eyes But you can do jujitsu Body slam, superstar Shia LaBeouf Legendary fight with Shia LaBeouf Normal Tuesday night for Shia LaBeouf You try to swing an axe at Shia LaBeouf But blood is draining fast from your stump leg He's dodging every swipe He parries to the left You cut him to the right You catch him in the neck You're chopping off his head now You've just decapitated Shia LaBeouf his head topples to the floor, expressionless. You fall to your knees and catch your breath. You're finally safe from Shia LaBeouf. Are we really ever safe from Shia LaBeouf? That's my question. But uh, that song is really funny, especially like, uh, first of all, the song was done by Rob Cantor. Um, it's a, you can check the video out online. There's really good dancing and stuff. But I thought it was a cool, spooky song because, you know, you have that narrator, Rob Cantor, kind of taking you through this really awful experience with Shia LaBeouf. And, um, you know, it's just like, 
it's he's like the chorus is like a uh, legendary fight with Shia LaBeouf, normal Tuesday night for Shia LaBeouf, <laughs> living in the woods with Shia LaBeouf. I was genuinely scared at points during this, right. partly because Ryan was grabbing me and it was Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> at me <laughs> listen um first of all for anyone that doesn't know Shia LaBeouf is a guy that uh he was kind of a childhood star on Disney in a show called Even Stevens he was really young super cute kid and then he grew up he was in Indiana Jones he tried to portray some bad boy and I think he incorporated that somehow into his life then people kind of thought he was a bit crazy because he started to do motivational speaking and uh you know stuff like telling you to just just do it do it just do it! Don't let your dreams be dreams. Yesterday, you said tomorrow. So just do it! Make your dreams come true! Just do it! Basically, that's how I do my laundry, you know? is I play Shia LaBeouf and he's like, You said you'd do it yesterday! So just do it! If that's true, then why is the washing pile so big? Because you also need a little bit of Shia LaBeouf in your life, okay? I need to just do it! Just do it! That's one thing I've learned today, is but if I want to follow my dreams. I think what he's really talking about, Carrie, is quitting vaping. You said ah. you'd do it tomorrow, Carrie, so just... Do it! I see what I should have taken now yeah. from the video and from that song and the motivational speech afterwards was that I just need to quit vaping. That's, uh, that's what everybody needs to do is quit those nasty habits. But, okay, so recently, actually yesterday, the New York Times posted an article about a teenager, I guess from the Bronx, who died. He's the youngest to die of a vaping fatality in the U.S. He was 17 years old. And he died uh, last week um, and is the youngest of 23 people who have died nationwide in the U.S. from vaping-related lung illness. And the crazy thing about this is, you know, you have companies like Walmart now that are banning it um, on top of the Trump administration is now talking about or considering a federal ban on flavored e-cigarettes. So this isn't just something that's like being talked about in between circles of maybe people that have had this really bad experience. But on top of this, we see big businesses that are no longer selling it, that maybe could be making money off of it, but have decided to not sell this. Maybe they still sell cigarettes, right? The kind of other side of nicotine, but they've said to themselves and their customers, we're no longer selling vaping products. So on one level, we can see that maybe the United States uh, businesses in the U.S. are more worried about vaping-related problems, uh, more so than actual cigarette smoking. In fact, we have a Dr. Ann uh, Shuchat, uh, the principal deputy director of the CDC, that's the Center for Disease Control, who said in a news briefing last week that the outbreak in vaping-related illnesses was continuing at a brisk pace. She has emphasized that the illnesses were serious and life-threatening, and she called the proportion of patients hospitalized uh, and in intensive care that, that this situation for them is just terrible, okay? So some stats here. About 70% of patients that have been hospitalized for vaping are male. 80% were under 35, and 16% were younger than 18, 
All right, the median age for those who've died from vaping is about 50 years old. So even me and you uh, could be in this kind of fatality group. It's, it's something that affects people of a young age, right? And right. so several states, including New York, have responded to the outbreak and I guess the increase of uh, teenage uh, vaping with efforts to ban e-cigarette pods that are especially popular with children, right? That being the uh, maybe flavored e-cigarettes, right? Kids love uh, anything that's flavored like whatever, you know, I don't know, bubble popsicles. gum. Popsicles. Uh, popsicles. Lollipops. Popsicles come in a variety of flavors, Carrie. Okay? There's no flavor popsicle. Okay? I wouldn't actually know because we don't have popsicles here. What do you guys have? Lollipops. Yeah, all right. They're not the same. Ice okay? Uh, popsicles are frozen treats that are loved around the world, apparently just not in the UK. Anyways... There have been lawsuits that are going on against uh, websites. The disclosure of the Bronx teenagers vaping related death came as New York City filed a federal lawsuit against 22 websites it claims are targeting and selling e-cigarette products to people under 21. Now keep in mind the minimum age to buy tobacco and e-cigarettes in uh, New York is uh, 21. It's 21. So you know, that's crazy. It is crazy. And I think it makes me really question whether a big part of the problem has been that we just didn't know how harmful vaping was. I mean, it presumably is air. Why would you think it was going to be fatal? I knew. I knew the whole time. But before we talk about how I know this this stuff... Um, because you know everything. I know a lot of things, Carrie, but I don't claim to know everything. Okay? Um... <laughs> Anyways, guys, we're going to take a quick song break and we'll be back with more um, analysis of this story.
Way brother, um, and that's he's the lead singer. I don't know if, if people have noticed, but he's definitely uh, sounds very f- familiar to a band called My Chemical Romance. He's the lead singer of that band. I think he's a really great artist, has one of those unique voices that really stands out in the world of singing, whether he's doing kind of a melodramatic song or whether he's rocking out with his band. But I also think that this song's uh, pretty good because. You know, we're talking about vaping, we're talking about the human condition, what it's like to be young, maybe for kids these days, all the things that they're constantly exposed to and maybe makes life a little more stressful. And I know today is actually Mental Health Awareness Day. Um, I remember being in the gym and actually seeing a BBC ad where all the presenters are basically bringing up the fact of how serious this is. And I think this song really paints the picture it sounds like he's asking for help. He remembers the good times, maybe with his brother or, or somebody he really cares about, where life was simpler. And now he's talking about how life has maybe made him dependent on things like drugs to make him feel good and stay up all night, how life has kind of turned into this just go, go, go where he can't stop and smell the roses and it's hard for him to appreciate it and he's asking for help. And I think that's very important uh, when we talk about problems like vaping um, because I think we do these kind of things to help us get through the day. Something that boosts us or makes us feel something um, in a time where maybe we've become a little more jaded because Life today is more than it's ever been in in the way of what we're exposed to again and ads and people talking to us and information and how we're always in constant contact. It's a lot to take in. It is. And I think expectations today are a lot higher maybe than they've been at times in the past. And it does make you more likely to just depend upon something as an escape from what's going on around you. Absolutely. guess in a way that's what vaping does it kind of replaces what a cigarette would do except we thought it was less harmful yeah you know let's talk about vaping um first of all before we do i just want to point out again that it is mental health awareness day today and uh i think that day is very important because 
how you look at life, the perspective you choose is the fundamental way you're going to go about living. So folks, you know, one thing maybe you can take away from Shia LaBeouf is that, you know, if you want something, you got to just do it. You got to change things. If you're unhappy, change it. Your mental health is more important, I think, than uh, so much else in this world. So if you don't have your mental health, then what do you really have? Um, But yeah, vaping. So talking about that and kind of analyzing this, I think it's important to note that we have stores and we have the U.S. federal government looking to ban flavored e-cigarettes, stores banning the pods or basically the the selling of e-cigarettes. But maybe they're not banning cigarettes themselves, the traditional old-fashioned way of getting nicotine. And this really speaks volumes to me, is, you know, they're banning vaping, which we thought was the healthier alternative to smoking. But now we see that smoking still filling the shelves of these stores, whereas these, these vaping tools aren't. And maybe why this is happening. So when I first thought of this, Carrie, mm-hmm. I was thinking, why would, why would you ban you know, one thing and not the other? And I thought vaping is maybe more of a problem than smoking because of how convenient it is. You know, vaping, you don't have to have a lighter. You don't have to throw the butts away. You don't have to worry about that. You basically just reach in your pocket, pull out this uh, gadget, put it in your mouth, and, and vape away. You get that intense nicotine flavor. And, and you also don't smell like cigarette smoke, you know? You, it's vapor. So on some level, it's it, a lot of the things that we thought we hated about cigarettes, vaping isn't. Right. And I think that convenience makes it so doable. Whereas maybe I would be like, man, I got to quit smoking. I, I, I always smell like cigarette smoke. I hate seeing all the butts and stuff, you know, and I hate lighting up, you know. Now I just have this little gadget that allows me to do it. And because of how easy it is, I do it so much more. Right. I think that is very true because it's a lot easier to vape anywhere. Whereas when you've got a cigarette, you've actually got to light it. You've got to be outside. And more importantly than all of that is it's very expensive. It is very. Well, yeah. To actually buy cigarettes. And I think having an e-cigarette makes it a lot easier and more affordable. But that said, I wonder whether part of the reason they're taking it off the shelves so quickly, especially in the US, because of course that's not always the case here in the UK, but because it's so apparent straight away how bad it is for you it's easier to ban that now whereas something like smoking has been around for centuries Mm -hmm. maybe it makes it harder to impose a ban on that rather than a restriction i mean you could be right and uh okay so i think one thing about vaping is again you know i was walking down the street the other day in uh, my hood croydon what's up in your hood (laughs) croydon in the house um He's quite hey, what's up? I was walking down the street and I saw this uh, sign that said, you know, you throw your cigarette butts on the floor and you could be risking a 150-pound fine. And I was like, that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. I better start vaping, bro. 
or just, you know, keep your butts in the bin. Or you could do that, right? Yeah. But this maybe kind of encourages vaping on some level. You don't have to worry about throwing away those butts, dealing with that nasty 150-pound fine. Um, and that's alluring, right? Right, that's alluring. And plus, maybe it looks cool. You know, you get to walk around with a cloud of vape above your head like a genie or something. Mm-hmm. I personally cannot stand being behind someone who is puffing out billows of cherry blossom tinged with vanilla and a slight hint of... Wait, now you're making vaping seem cool because everything you just said sounds like the world I want to live in. Oh, really? Where everything no. smells like peach, vanilla. Wherever I don't you just want to walk through that. Why didn't you bring these flavors up when I asked you about the flavors of vaping initially and you're like, popsicle, Ryan. Popsicle. <laughs> no. Okay, anyways, so talking about this, um, right, you have those flavors. That's maybe another thing that makes it seem cool. I'm sure that's alluring about it. And also the fact that the U.S. federal administration is looking at banning uh, flavored e-cigarettes. I think this is showing one particular problem that is these companies are really targeting young people, uh, probably, you know, maybe 16 to to 25 or, or whatnot. They're saying, hey, you know, cigarettes, you look like, you know, that stereotypical smoker. Nobody likes those guys. But if you're vaping, you're cool. You don't smell bad. You smell like cherry peach, blah, blah, blah. And the only person that hates smelling that is Carrie Hammond. The rest of people are like, wow, wow, that guy really making the world a smellier place in a, in a good way. I've, no, absolutely. I think that because they've made it into something which seems so good and innocent to do, it takes away from the fact that we're actually encouraging younger people to essentially start smoking and it's only one jump from vaping to then picking up a cigarette whereas it was supposed to be preventing that but in fact it might actually be having the reverse people have this really nasty way of looking at a smoker these uh people that smoke don't need you to go around and judge them but i think a lot of our culture in these ads of like stop smoking you look like a monkey pounding out a pack of cigarettes we really see this and then we start to stereotype and kind of negatively look at people that smoke and we maybe drive them towards vaping through our own like judgment of them again you know these people are dealing with an addiction to nicotine maybe many other problems a hectic lifestyle a stressful lifestyle and the one thing they probably don't need is other people looking at them and being like, ugh, smoker, you disgust me. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to have to light up a cigarette and get dirty glances from people uh, around me. Maybe it's so much easier than to, to vape. I don't have to deal with that. Right. Well, that's the reason initially why I think a lot of people in the UK started vaping was as a means to quit smoking because it does contain a lot less nicotine. But I don't think they want to quit is what I'm saying, Carrie. I think what they want to do is avoid these habits, these stereotypical problems that come with cigarettes. I mean, if you want to quit, what you got to do is quit. But I think what they're doing is they're trying to find the best way they can do this habit. And in the next part of the show, we can talk about um, other ways to, to quit this nasty, nasty habit. I know, I know some people that have quit and use some things that maybe aren't talked about as much. So right after this song, we'll get into that. You lower your hand, clarinet will play. Raise it back up and it flies away. 
When you smile, violins will soar. When you move your legs, timpani will roar. I can hear it, I can hear it, I can hear it. I swear, all the music you're provoking, filling up the air. It's getting loud. This is the sound of an orchestra. I can hear it playing everywhere that you are. There is a sound for everything you do. This is the sound of my love for you. Listen to the sound of my love for you. Sound of an Orchestra. And I chose that song because I think, you know, we're talking about life, Mental Health Awareness Day uh, is today, and uh, how finding a healthy perspective like this song, where this guy is talking about, you know, he's obviously a musician. Mika's a very, uh, very good musician, very popular around the world. I really like his music, but he's talking about how he looks at the world all these people that make sounds like the, the life is just a beautiful orchestra and he appreciates it and I think any way you can find a way to appreciate your life that's important don't worry about what everybody else does stop trying to follow the sheep find your own unique way uh, your own unique perspective that'll allow you to appreciate the gift that is life that sounds beautiful yeah uh, well, thanks. You know, sometimes I have my moments. But uh, anyways, we're going to talk about uh, good ways to quit smoking. Carrie, 
Do you know of any good ways to quit smoking? You're British-born, UK native, all right? This problem is very, I think, uh, prevalent here in the UK, and it just doesn't seem like it's getting the attention that it is given um, in the US. What would you say to your fellow British bros and ladies out there to help them realize that maybe uh, there's better ways to go about quitting a nasty habit? Mm, well, I do agree that maybe replacing it with something else is not the best way forward, but I think it's your mentality towards it. If you really want to do something, even if it's an addictive, really difficult to break habit, taking it small steps at a time, breaking it down so it's not a huge monstrous task that you have to face and do and be able to overcome immediately. But you know, sometimes you're going to have setbacks. And I think it's important to know that even if you try and you fail, but you keep trying at something, that's what's more effective overall. I really like that attitude of just never giving up. Uh, you should never give up. But some things that I think you could do to help you kind of get off the smoking bandwagon is smoking first and foremost is a habit. And I think when we make a habit, it becomes so much more than wanting the nicotine, more that we want something to do in a situation, let's say a social situation, or you just had a beer with a friend, you know, if you can do something, uh, like let's say chew a piece of gum, mm -hmm. you know, some people bust out their cigarettes, maybe you throw in a piece of gum and the fact that you're doing something, you're replacing that habit with another habit, that might help you feel like you don't need the cigarettes, right? Uh, maybe help you uh, fill that void of just a habit. Now, if the nicotine's really strong, if the nicotine cravings are really strong, it's something you're like, man, I don't think uh, chewing gum would make me feel like I didn't want a cigarette. I would crave the nicotine. There's also Nicorette, mm -hmm. which is like a, a gum that has nicotine in it. Yep. Um, I know patches. that's patches. Those yep. things have worked for people, but those are also pretty expensive. Yeah. One thing I would say, mm -hmm. just quickly, is I know someone very dear and close to my heart. Um, she's used lozenges to help her quit her addiction to smoking, which actually uh, she used smoking to quit her addiction to alcohol. And so I don't think always we need to judge smokers, uh, again, in a negative light. Maybe they're fighting off bigger demons um, and using this smoking as a way to de-escalate these kind of really bad habits. But again, I know that the mentality of just not quitting, that even smoking was not the point at which she was ready to stop, she went to lozenges. And uh, lozenges are just something you put in your mouth. You can buy them over the counter, I think, at uh, any store in the U.S., hopefully here as well. I don't and know if we even have them here. Well, hopefully you guys can get them, I'm sure, in the online days of uh, e-shopping. E yep, you yep. could get them. But they're little tablets you basically throw in your mouth, you suck on them, and it gives you the nicotine. And as far as I know, um, from talking to her, there haven't been any negative studies uh, related to lozenges. Right, that's interesting. When I was at college, I knew a girl who wanted to quit smoking, and she used chocolate eclairs as her way. So every time she wanted to smoke, she would pop one in her mouth instead. But it does seem that a lozenger would probably be a slightly healthier way to go about it. Well, however you want to do it, guys. You know, um, 
replace it with the gym, replace it with a good run, do whatever you need to do, mm. find the way that suits you, okay? And nobody judge the other person out there. We're all human beings struggling to make it through this rat race of life. And the last thing we need is, you know, our brothers and sisters out there judging us, but instead encouraging us and helping us. And on that note, we're going to conclude the show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening to this podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. (laughs) 